That's forever going to be my theme song, no matter what, damn it. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Podcast. I am your host, Brother Wicked. Uh, some people know me as Matt, and I welcome you all. I see people are already entering, which is very exciting to me. Thank you for sharing the show, Father Brian. And no, you did not win this time. You, Father Brian beat you to the punch. Actually, I think Lady Rebecca, uh, who I also welcome, into the live studio beat everyone to the punch uh this time and yes as i said welcome to the podcast yes yes thank you thank you thank you uh geez i just had probably the best zumba class i've ever taught uh so far in my short instruction uh experience here it was awesome yeah i uh, had some new faces some returning students which is good to see i must be doing something right i just try to keep it as positive as i can well, welcome also mafo james based on your promo i think you need a lot of virtual hugs yeah absolutely i uh, virtual hugs are good we're going to get into some virtual intimacy here later in the show because uh, listening to another podcast today, <clears throat> I was uh, curious about what they were talking about, but at the same time, it was one of those things that also made me sad, okay? And it kind of ties into, as you see what tonight's show is about, continue talk circling around loneliness during the holidays, or just loneliness in general, but it seems to really become profound during the holiday <clears throat> uh, season and uh have you guys been watching the beatles uh documentary on uh disney plus that get back holy cow i binge watched that over the last few days like nine hours of footage uh uh sticky dad glenn loving relationships are gag worthy when you are single yeah they are they are i like making fun of people who are in relationships now that i'm single I don't think I did that when I was actually uh, married, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I probably did. I probably did uh, make fun of other people's misfortunes to ignore my own. Don't we do that? Uh, uh, Glenn B. I don't have uh, Disney Plus. Otherwise, I'd binge that, too. Yeah, I mean, it's worth it, even if you can get like a free trial. I mean, and uh, you'll watch the thing in three days. Trust me. It's just it's uh, really, really good.
Norwegian wood on my mandolin. Could you guys hear that? Actually, okay, I don't have this plugged in, so I'm just going by my stage mic on that one. Um, yeah, that one I knew a little bit a long time ago. Loud and clear. Okay, that's good. Glad you guys can hear that. Glad you can hear it, Father Brian. Yeah, one thing, uh, I think my favorite Beatles song of all time is Don't Let Me Down. I was playing around with that earlier today um it's just uh, they play it on this documentary like a bazillion bazillion times but you never get tired of it so it's don't let me down don't let me down don't let me down Don't let me down. Nobody ever loves me like she does. She does. Yes, she does. And if somebody ever loved me like she do, she do. She do me good. Don't, you get the idea, but man, I love that. I love that. I could groove on that all day long, man. It's just like, I forget how much I actually do like the Beatles until I watch something like that and see them just interact. I mean, the magic between Paul McCartney and John Lennon especially is just like, holy shit, are those guys good? Just like perfect together. And just all those songs they wrote at such a young age. I feel as though the Beatles' worst song is better than all the band's best song. Yeah, that's just it. The Beatles never put out a bad album, and they're the only band that you can say that about. I mean, Led Zeppelin put out a bad album. Uh, Pink Floyd put out a few bad albums. Uh, you know, go right down the line. Aerosmith hasn't put out a good album in 50 years almost. I mean, it's just, yeah, they're the only band out there, mainstream band, rock band, that never put out a bad album that I can think of. Uh, drinking fizzy water here. Uh, yeah, so you have George and John, they're like, you know, doing a lot of songwriting together, harmonizing. You have George in the corner all freaking pissed off, thinking, God damn it, include me. I write songs too, and I sing, you mother. He gets so pissed that he walks out for a few days. Then you got freaking Ringo, like, taking naps, uh, like, just kind of goofy, not saying much, and just like, okay, guys, what do you want me to do? It's awesome. Do you think Aerosmith ever tried to hitting on Betty White? They're both oldest riffets. So. <laughs> uh, uh, Father Brian Floyd was questionable in their entirety. Pink Floyd, I mean, The Wall is probably my, definitely in my top five albums of all time. But then it's like Dark Side of the Moon. I'm not in, I don't like Dark Side of the Moon. There's other things I do. I like metal. I like uh, animals. I, there's a lot of things, uh, Pink Floyd, I like. Uh, Dark Side of the Moon, I I don't know. I don't know if it's because it's overplayed or um, there's some stuff on there that sounds like the Moody Blues, and I'm not a Moody Blues guy. And I don't know. Shannon Lynn Jordan, I bet she knows some things. Uh, yeah. I don't know who we're talking about, but 
Oh, Betty. No, oh, we're talking about Betty White. Yes, absolutely. I wasn't sure if Shannon came in as a bot and just saying some random stuff uh, that was uh, innuendo kind of stuff. I bet she knows some things. But no, we know she's not a bot. Uh, because. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm going to get into that a little bit later on because I was talking about that earlier. Yeah. Yes, I was by Gory. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, uh, if you get a chance to watch the Beatles thing, I won't talk that to death, but I've been frigging around with my mandolin here, you know, playing some Beatles songs. Sorry if I sang out of two there a little bit. No, I just kind of jumped right into it. Um, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, well, I'll talk about it now. Do I want to talk about it now? Do I want to talk about it now? Do I want to talk about it now? I'm going to talk to myself here. Oh, you know, I know what I'll talk about before I talk about that. You guys don't even know what's going through my head, which is even more beautiful. Uh, fizzy water. Uh, so I woke up yesterday and my bladder hurt wicked bad. I'm telling you, my bladder hurt bad. I'm like, oh, Jesus, what the hell's wrong, with Brother Wicked? Um, come to find out when I knew this about myself. If I drink too much fizzy water, it irritates my bladder and it actually makes it hurt a little bit uh so i went the whole day yesterday without drinking fizzy water and i just and i went most of the day today without it as well and now my bladder's feeling better so i just cracked open a can of fizzy water uh fizzy water proud unofficial sponsor of the wicked awesome podcast uh yeah being old is fun father brian absolutely yeah I'm telling you, I need a fizzy water brand out there. I do. And uh, I will advertise the crap out of that. Uh, just constant pain. Yeah, uh, there are things that help with pain as you get older. I mean, movement is a good thing. Eating some healthy foods is a good thing. And uh, I know I'm speaking simplistically here, uh, but uh, listening to your body and what's good for it as you get older um, you can kind of easily recognize. Uh, I can't eat cucumbers now with seeds in them because it gives me uh, a horrible stomach pains. Horrible stomach pains. I love them. I love cucumbers, but I can't eat them anymore. Fizzy bubbly makes your hail sticky smooth. Yes, it does, Shannon Lindell Jordan. Fizzy bubbly makes your hair silky smooth. Not only is it a beverage, it's also a hair conditioner. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right. I hope everyone's doing okay. I did a couple music shows that some of you uh, listened to. I did. Uh, actually, it was a fr I didn't have to work Friday. It was awesome. I had two days off, Thanksgiving, of course, and then Friday. And I don't do well with time off, but this time around I needed it. And I was busy both days, so that worked out well. So does something else, but some people find it awkward and gross. Oh, yes. You are speaking of something that makes your hair silky smooth, says Glenn, a.k.a. Stinky Dad. Okay. I get that. Yes, indeedy, indeedy, indeedy. Um, yeah, those Canadians are something else. I like Canadians. I like them a lot. Uh, speaking of which, uh, no, I'm not going to go there yet. I'm not going to go there yet. You don't know what's going through my head, and, uh, but it does involve Canadians. 
I censorship for the post recorded. You're welcome. Thank you, Glenn. Because we are a family show here at the Wicked Awesome Podcast. We keep things PG 13. And uh, potty mouth is not allowed, though sometimes happens. And uh, if the show gets really, really naughty, I, I don't know if this show ever really does get that naughty. Has this show ever got? Has this show ever been really, really, really naughty? I mean, I think this show does the dry bar humor quite well, actually. Uh, the rules are very bendable here. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. I think. Thank you, Father Brian. I think I've been reasonably clean here. I mean, I've talked about some things. I mean, we're very open about what we talk about, but we do it in a clean way. It was a zone hound reference from Adam Sandler. Yes, I have not. Hey, Lady Me, welcome in. Thank you. Uh, I haven't seen that movie in its entirety, uh, believe it or not. I, sh- I should. Good, good. You're so kind to me when I'm on. Oh, thanks, Father Brian. You're kind to me when I'm on your show, which is rare. I usually get your show after the fact as I'm driving to work, which I like that. Good. Uh, welcome, all of you, regular listeners. Father Brian says, I'm a potty mouth. Well, there, you know what though there's a place for it and uh you know if you're and all and obviously and uh, if you're comfortable on your podcast uh doing that there's no harm to me there's no harm in that all the power to you and there are times too you have some intellectual conversations that are very clean and uh you go can go on for minutes without using potty mouth which is good too you're not potty you're not all potty mouth all the time absolutely absolutely is Hobo in here? Hey, Hobo chilling. How you doing? Well, long time no see. Yeah, good. Good to see some uh, regular Podbean podcasters in here <clears throat> and what have you. I hope no one was too lonely or lonely at all during the holidays. Um, it's interesting, as I brought it up, I would message people who would... Uh, uh, people would message me actually over the weekend. Oh, I just I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I know that feeling of loneliness, even though I'm not alone, and uh, I feel that depression around the holidays. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, well let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'm telling you, I should have been a a I should have been a therapist, but I'm glad I'm not. I'm glad I could just offer a kind ear to someone because people that are basically down in the dumps just need somebody to listen to them. They they don't need advice necessarily. They just need someone. They don't need even validation. I mean, the validation that you can give them is just by uh, them knowing that you're listening. Uh, Listening to someone goes a long, long ways podcasters are like 85 percent of the audience in most shows yeah they are on podbean uh they are uh, that's true and um i used to it's kind of weird i don't i believe probably this show maybe has plateaued in the amount of listeners i'm going to get on this format and honestly i'm okay with that I constantly try to improve what I do here. I don't really need to have a topic of focus every single time I podcast. I know sometimes I might get nine people in the room. I might get even a little fewer and maybe only 15 people will listen after the fact. And I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with that. Then for whatever, no rhyme or reason, I will do some obnoxious show with no focus at all. And I have close to 20 people in here and 50 people download the damn thing. So there's no logic behind it whatsoever. Um, I don't do this for a living. I do this as to connect with people. I do this as part of my therapy. As I am talking into the microphone, I'm looking at my uh, kitchen cabinets, as a matter of fact. I'm in deep thought. So I do podcasting so I can go deep into my thoughts. That's what I do. Yes. As someone who does live, once the audience goes past 15, it becomes hard to truly engage with every listener. It does. And I've had some of my best shows, actually, with less than five listeners. Um, and th that's okay. I like the shows that I do when I have co-hosts. And I like the shows that I do that are reviews, movie or music reviews, uh, because it engages conversation. And uh, if uh, people in the chitty chat room want to chime in on those uh, review shows, that's even better. But it's hard to engage every single person if you have a lot of people in there. If I just have Father Brian, Lady Rebecca, Stinky Dad Glenn, Lady Me, uh, that maybe one uh, rounding third, geez, I can't forget about him, then it's easier to engage. And uh, you people are the core audience of the show. And uh, you know how to tolerate me, and I'm grateful for that. Uh, thank you. Uh, five to ten is a sweet spot, in my opinion. Thanks for liking the show. Oh, did I just see Big Thunder Cloud dude come in? That's not his name. Uh, where are you? Did he come and go? Big Chief Thunderlong. I to, I still think that's like the best, <clears throat> best uh, name out there. Best. Uh, screen name or something all right so uh hope hope everyone's doing okay hope everyone's not too stressed out depressed i hope nobody's had to go to the emergency room under for any circumstance but it, i was thinking about psychiatric distress which we talked about last week and um just don't be never be the pop top pop tart and hot dog guy if you get to the point where you're eating Pop-Tarts and hot dogs for a holiday meal, then can you somehow get a hold of me via Twitter? Yeah, get a hold of me via Twitter. Do that. I don't want you to, to be the hot dog Pop-Tart guy, okay? <laughs> uh, Sticky Dad Glenn says, don't judge me. Okay, I won't. <laughs> That's like a delicacy in Canada. <laughs> Pop tarts and freaking hot dogs <laughs> and emulsion, <laughs> and just put the hockey game on, eh? <laughs> Strawberry pop tart, yeah, yeah, that's good. I mean, they're good for breakfast and whatever else, but you know, holiday meals you're supposed to eat like turkey, ham, uh, brisket, uh, roast beef, you know. Homemade dinner rolls, uh, you know, sweet potato casserole, stuffing, cranberry sauce, then a multiple of pies for dessert. If you're just eat, if you're eating hot dogs and pop tarts by yourself, and uh, it's just that it makes me sad. It makes me it makes me want to cry almost. 
So don't be that guy. You're a gourmet cook, says Shannon. Good, good. That's good. I mean, yeah, yeah. Hockey, beer, and Pop-Tarts. By the second intermission, you're in the sixth beer and jam eight hot dogs down your throat in an ugly way. So that's how uh, Stinky Dad Glenn watches hockey. <laughs> Big Chief Thunderlung like the show. Thank you, Big Chief Thunderlung. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to read some news uh, from a local town. Uh, why not? Because uh, who wants you guys want to read about news from a rural town in Maine? So we have a, a paper, the local paper, the Waldo County paper is called the Republican Journal. It has no political affiliation whatsoever. It's just what it's called. And it's been around for 200 years or so. I, I'm making that up, but it has been around for a while. I mean, who doesn't want to hear about a small town in Maine? Exactly. All right, so this is Unity, Maine, in Waldo County. And in the Republican Journal, they they always have writers for every town in Waldo County. And they just, uh, some are really, really hokey and funny. Some are just, but they're always insightful. And this one, um, I'm not, this one's very informative, actually. And I went to school with this uh, this woman. And I also went to school. I was uh, Her brother, younger brother, was in my graduating class. So this is Unity News, written by Penny Pickard Sampson. And she says, I finally got a picture of my possum friend Owen after he finished his meat meal of leftover meatloaf. As I write this, he has a plate of Thanksgiving leftovers waiting for him. Now, what surprised me about these uh, first two sentences uh, is the fact that there are possum in Maine. I didn't know there are possum in Maine. I don't know much about possums. Today was the smallest Thanksgiving dinner I've ever been to. It was just me and my husband, Dan, my older brother, Matthew, my cousin, Cammy, and her daughter, Paxson, dropped off my aunt, Elena's ready-to-be-baked oatmeal rolls and picked up their carrots and turnip and some deviled eggs for Uncle Ed. I called my neighbor, Dave, over for a slice of apple pie and some pumpkin raisin bread I made for him. The food drive that the Boy Scouts put on at Shop and Save collected 1,400 pounds of food and $1,067.25 in donations for the Unity Food Pantry. They also picked up several bags of trash around the area. The Scouts camped out Saturday night on the lawn between the Homestead Airbnb and the store, a great example of volunteerism demonstrated by some fine young men. I was in that Boy Scout troop, that same Boy Scout troop back in the day. I was only in the Boy Scouts for about a year. There's an online auction to support the new Unity Public Library. You can find the link at unitypubliclibrary.org. Get lit. Decorating your house for the Christmas holiday? Putting up lights? Big Tigger Santa? Santa's sleigh sitting on your roof or even just candles in the windows. Between now and December 5th, you can enter for a chance to win one of three $50 gift certificates from a local business. Enter by posting a picture on the Facebook community opportunity. Opportunity. Oh, oh I like how they did that because they did. Uh, they put unity in there in a capital letter of your home lit up for the holidays. Names will be randomly drawn at the December 7th select board meeting. Unity homes only. So me living in Belfast, I can't uh, light up my apartment 
with candles or big inflatable uh, Frosties and uh, enter this contest. Roadrunner goes beep beep. Great job by our friends at the Avian Haven in Freedom, successfully returning a stowaway greater Roadrunner to its home in Las Vegas. My dad had a Roadrunner. It was the 1968 Plymouth kind. So I believe she's talking about an actual bird that was being rescued by the bird haven in the town of Freedom. And then it was going back to Las Vegas. And then she talks about a vehicle that was a 1968 Plymouth Roadrunner. That's interesting. There's a Roadrunner in Maine that's uh, rehabbing. That's cool. Reminders, Yuletide celebration to be held Sunday, December 5th from 4 to 7 p.m. Market of Unity vendors will be ready at 4 p.m. with caroling at 4.30. Parade of Lights at 5 with Santa, who is making his sixth annual visit to Unity to light our Christmas trees and have photo with the families. We will have treats, singing, shopping, gathering on the corner of Main and Depot streets. Don't miss this year's events. Festival of Trees at the Masonic Hall on the Bangor Road, December 2nd through 5th. Well, very good. So that's kind of the goings-on in Unity, Maine. And I appreciate you listening. Next time, maybe I'll pick one from Monroe or Brooks or uh, something like that. Okay, let me scroll back up. What did I miss in the chitty chat room? Thank you all for liking this show. I see a lot of people have done that. Drunk eating is very ugly. I remember one Christmas Eve. I'll tell a story here. My uncle, my mother's older brother, who's been deceased for almost 20 years. Uh, my aunt, who's also deceased, used to throw a Christmas Eve party every year. So when I was, oh, I must have been 21, 22, I used to get really kind of toasty on Christmas Eve at my old Aunt Shammy's house. And my Uncle Skip, uh, he'd get a little toasty too. Everyone got a little toasty, but... Anyway, I was hungry, and there was a cheese platter there with, you know, those little summer sausage slices, salamis, you know, that go on crackers, and, like, some spicy mustard. So it was at the end of the night, and there was still some of that left. And I'm like, geez, I'd make a really good sandwich. So uh, the only thing there for bread was, like, sweet bread, like this pumpkin raisin, like Penny just mentioned in her uh, article there pumpkin raisin bread, maybe with some dates in it, some nuts. So I took some of that bread and uh, took some of that summer sausage and, you know, cheese and that spicy mustard, and I made a sandwich out of it. And I just dug right in. I mean, just like, I mean, you said drunk eating is ugly. Yeah, I mean, I was just doing ugly, drunk, ugly eating big time, big time. And I remember my Uncle Skip, he walked by me, then he paused looked over to his side and he goes, looks like you got yourself quite a sandwich there, Matt. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even say anything back. I just went <laughs> and he just shook his head uh, and walked away. But you know what? Damn, that was a good sandwich. I still remember what that tasted like. Yeah, exactly. All right. Where the heck's rounding third tonight? Anyway, he comes in kind of late, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, good. Uh, uh, so anyway, okay, so that's when your uncle knew you were drunk as shit. Yeah, he did. He, he did. He did stinky dick. 
that's like the one day out of the year i actually miss drinking is christmas eve i do i completely totally miss drinking on christmas eve i never really got drunk on new year's eve uh, i mean i did there were I have some stories, certainly New Year's Eve's drunk stories, but I didn't get drunk every year on New Year's Eve. Christmas Eve, you could count on Brother Wicked getting pretty toasty. Um, and I miss it, and I do miss it. And uh, I, I miss it just that one night of the year, and I don't know why. I, I have no idea why. Um, and then a lot of times, uh, the next morning, we would have mimosas. My mother would... Uh, have uh, champagne and uh, orange juice at the ready. So Christmas Eve brunch, I mean Christmas, I'm sorry, Christmas Day brunch was typically a kind of a, a hangover breakfast. It was good. Good, good, good. Uh, uh, I had a friend who was eating a pot of beans and passed out face down in the peas snoring. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Uh, I love hearing stories like that. <laughs> uh, uh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's some drunk, ugly eating right there. When you're eating beans and you just pass out face down in them. Drunk, ugly eating. We could just do a whole show about drunk, ugly eating, <laughs> couldn't we? <laughs> Oh, that's a freaking riot. Uh, so I go to the used food store the other day. And uh, one thing I do like is Pringles. I'm, I'm really trying to eat healthy. Uh, you know, I, I, I am. I, I, I say this all the time. And I'm doing pretty good. But uh, one thing about eating uh, junk food, uh, some junk food I really like <clears throat> and really crave, and I'm tempted to buy when I'm at the used food store, and they always have some sort of brand of Pringles there. And I love Pringles. <clears throat> and, you know, one time they had cases upon cases of barbecued pork Pringles. I shit you not. Imagine that. Barbecued pork Pringles. And whoever thought of the marketing idea of that. And, of course, the used food store has cases of these things because nobody could sell those damn things. And I'm thinking to myself, I love barbecue pork. I'm not going to buy barbecue pork anything other than barbecued pork. That's nasty, especially in Pringle form. Bleh. I bet they ended up throwing all of those cases in the dumpster. Uh, but I was in there recently, and they had some good flavors. They had, like, some wavy... Uh, jalapeno ones and uh i think they had some uh mosquito 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 barbecue uh yeah uh, they had those but i don't buy them because even though i love pringles i i've been told they cause butt cancer and i mean i love pringles but i don't want to get butt cancer i don't love i mean i, I mean yeah i don't love pringles enough to get butt cancer so but then I go down to the co-op, the health food store that's within walking distance of my apartment. And I notice that there's this can that looks like a Pringles can. And it says organic potato treat crisp things. Um, and I'm like, wow. So I'm at a health food store. There's these this can that looks like Pringles. They say they're organic. And... 
I bet they taste like Pringles, maybe even better, dare I say. But do they cause butt cancer? And I, I don't know. I got to do some more research. I mean, uh, really, I mean, I, I, I don't want to eat something that's going to give me butt cancer. Uh, I'm on my second can of fizzy water. Hope it doesn't hurt my bladder. Guess so. Oh, no, not the anal, says Shannon Lynn Jordan. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's okay to say that. My friend R.J. Keller told me it was okay to say butt cancer. So, um, yeah, she did. Uh, speaking of R.J. Keller, we're going to be reviewing Bruce Springsteen's Born in the USA, Saturday night, 8 o'clock Eastern time. Uh, the pre-show will be me playing The River, uh, Bruce Springsteen's album, The River, which is quite lengthy. So if you want to listen to that, uh, feel free. I've had that album forever and haven't played it all the way through. Um, I'm not sure if I like it or not, but I'm going to play it anyway. Okay. So, um, yeah, the story I was going to tell that involves Canadians, I was listening to the F Buddies uh and the F actually stands for uh, the F word, which is a potty mouth word. And what we try to keep it clean here on the Wicked Awesome Podcast. Anyway, F Buddies are a dating advice show. These two Canadian guides who get uh, a lot of, they get a lot of questions from people. And they interview, it's just like, wow, what is it with these guys that they get a lot of like people asking some really interesting questions and many and many of them and all i can think of is that canadians just must know a lot about sex i mean what is it so stinky dad glenn and like uh, these two guys that uh do this f buddies podcast just know a lot about sex and um you know because if i did a show like that i don't think i'd get many questions I just, I don't. I could do the same topic, same interviews. I don't think I'd get very many questions on Reddit or Twitter or whatever it is. It's called a lot. Sex becomes a very common pastime. I think that has a lot to do with it, actually. Places where it's cold a lot, uh, I think people tend to have more sex and therefore probably know, here I am stuttering over my words, uh, probably know a bit more about it. When you can't go outside, you might as well just bang, as Stinky Dad says. And they want to cuddle. I like cuddling, too. Cuddling's fun. Cuddling's just nice, especially this time of year. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Donnie Osmond entered the live studio. Welcome, Donnie Osmond. I like you, says Shannon. I like you, too, Shannon Lynn Jordan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Wood entered the live studio. Welcome, I'm good with cuddling for four minutes, and after that, I'm over it, says Sneaky Dad Glenn. And uh, uh, it depends. It depends on if I get too hot cuddling. Uh, you know, I can cuddle and watch a movie for quite a while, actually. And you can kind of shift positions and all that. I actually like that, you know. I actually have fantasies with uh, uh, certain women of just cuddling and nothing else. And I it's it's true it's true that's uh where my and it's not all women it's not all women there's just some women that just have this sweet sweet quality to them that i'm just like oh that you know it just that's about as far as my fantasies go with them <laughs> it's interesting yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm gonna read that 
uh, Stinky Dad Glenn, because one, I'm not sure if I quite understand it, <laughs> and two, um, yeah, that that's the main reason, and two, I'm not sure what number two is, but I know there's a number two. Being cuddled against my will is called cuddle rape. Okay, that makes sense. So if you're cuddling against your will, that's cuddle rape. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, it's unwanted touching. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the F Buddies podcast, exactly, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, on their latest episode, they interview a woman who's this uh, sexologist person anyway. She's involved with sex education blah 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 that type of thing and she used to be involved in the public uh, sector but now is in the private sector she developed this phone app called slutbot okay hey chris unplugged long time no see welcome in buddy welcome in good to see you okay so slutbot is this app where um you type in a bunch of stuff about yourself and what uh, turns you on uh, and other interests too. I mean, not everything has to turn you on in this questionnaire on this Slutbot app. And then, basically, you after all these questions, you start texting with a bot, yeah, sexting with a bot. So basically, for all the lonely guys out there or women, uh, you can get on this Slutbot app and just start sexting away, and. Uh, the bot will and to me it just seems sad if you can't find somebody to sext with you're going to resort to sexting with artificial artificial intelligence okay now granted it's safe nobody's going to get hurt it's going to be completely consensual because it's one-sided i mean you're talking to them you're sexting with a machine but really really i mean it's just like with all the millions of people out there, I mean, even if you don't, I mean, you can lie about so many things about you can you can say you're uh, you can lie about your profession. You can lie about how you look. You can lie about everything to attract a person to a complete stranger in a lot of cases to sex with you. So why would you need a bot? an app a slut bot to do this with you um to me it just seems sad and they're interviewing her like it's just like uh, this miraculous uh wonderful app but i'm like and i guess i see the positives of it it's certainly safe but to me it just seems sad and i'm not encouraging people to go out and lie and so they can sex with strangers i'm not saying that but i mean if i'm just i just can't think of a scenario where it's difficult to um sex with a real live person person you know what i mean or maybe it's just i don't know uh, how is this uh, app attractive i don't want to i don't want to sex with a slutty robot i mean i don't i know no, I, I don't want to do that. I, I, I just don't. But I, I welcome anyone else's thoughts. Uh, at least the bot will say what you want to hear. Well, that's true. But, I mean, there's some mystery involved. Uh, and uh, I'm just kind of, there's got to be some mystery involved 
with sexting, that's part of the excitement. There's buildup. There's like, uh, you know, you're kind of talking around it. You're building up to it. Then finally, after a while, it's just like you really start to get into it. And it's like, whoa, okay. You know, there's a lot of mystery behind it and before it happens. And part of that excitement is that mystery. Where's the mystery if you're just texting uh, going right at it with uh, sexting with a with a, with an app, uh, a sexy slutty robot. Nothing like skin on skin. Well, that's true too. I know that. I, I mean, we yeah. I mean, I would agree with that as well, Shannon. Uh, but in times where that can't happen because of distance or uh, what have you, I mean, it is a decent and healthy option for people to use certainly and um it just seems sad to me if sexting is uh, important in your life that you have to do it with uh a machine that's just and again again that that's my opinion i i and i won't judge anyone that does it uh, it just seems sad other than that i don't wouldn't think you're pathetic or anything like that brian would want some nft sexy talk uh What's NFT stand for? Acronyms I'm bad at. I'm numb. Um, <laughs> Brian would want, Father Brian would want some NFT sexy talk. Yeah. 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 Got a lot of ducks going on with the emojis here with Hobo Chillin' and Chris Unplugged. Let me get him another sip of sippy water. Uh, yeah. Um, I guess that's all I have to say about that. Um. Uh, they did talk about too she was a sex educator at one point which made me think she was talking about how she grew up in tennessee rural tennessee conservative part of tennessee which i think pretty much that's every part of tennessee other than like uh maybe a couple of uh urban areas um i think hobo just butt dialed me it's funny when people butt dial me i like it when people butt dial me just so i can say butt dial uh but anyway so she wasn't taught really anything about uh sex in school and her parents didn't talk about it and it was abstinence only and all this other stuff when i grew up i didn't have sex education i didn't freaking know either and my parents didn't talk about it so i had to play the guessing game which i don't think is the way to go uh personally because it's just it it add so many questions you don't you feel guilty sometimes about some of the thoughts you have you don't know if you, you should feel guilty you don't know if the uh, uh the thoughts that you have are natural blah 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 and quite frankly when you hit puberty you're just left confused as hell and i don't think that's that's a good thing uh, so i do think sex education is important but then she said that <clears throat> And this is something that really made me think. And I mean, I, I do so much advertising for this, for the F Buddies podcast. I mean, I wonder if they know that. I mean, I'm probably the biggest promoter of their show. <coughs> uh, she said this, that Pornhub is the nation's biggest sex educator. And I'm like, and I thought about it. I'm like, Pornhub is the nation's biggest sex educator educator my thought to that is really really is that true 
Are we do you really believe that that Pornhub is the nation's biggest sex educator? If that's the case, that's pretty sad right there because how much of that stuff is real, even the amateur stuff? I mean, uh how much of that is just actual real I mean, there, you got to do a lot of weeding through uh all those videos to find what is a healthy form of sex education not to knock Pornhub but to me Pornhub is largely about uh, fantasy and I think uh, porn movies themselves are largely about just fantasies that play out in our heads Uh, most of us uh, would not get into polygamous polygamous relationships orgies uh, that type of stuff uh, so it produces those fantasies so we don't play them out in real life uh, because uh, for most of us emotionally we can't handle that type of engagement if you will so it serves its purpose however i don't believe it's a valuable sex education tool but that's my opinion and i welcome yours Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Um, <clears throat> oh, my goodness. I'm all sniffly. I think I've been talking too much. Sometimes when I talk too much, I get all sniffly. Uh, so I thought that would stir up more conversation than uh, than it should. But if you're listening to this in the published uh, kind of download land, what are your thoughts about a sexting app Uh where you can sex with a uh, artificial intelligence with a robot essentially we're talking to bots right now sorry <laughs> says chris unplugged yeah see that's that's just it you're all texting with bots right now they're like oh slut bot oh okay i'm gonna download this on my phone oh yeah wow yeah okay women thank pornhub for that you learn where the whole is and where the clitoris is though like yeah you can learn that through pornhub you can you can and women thank pornhub for that i can i can see that yeah yeah i can see that because i mean if you're curious about those types of things you can certainly find it uh, not only on pornhub you can find it anywhere on the web and then uh, that kind of stuff the uh, helps yeah yes it does yes it does uh android auto test <laughs> just entered the live studio now this uh, no that's funny that's funny android auto test uh, that must be a bot that just came into my live studio is it a sex bot a slut bot there we go because it's not a sex bot it's a slut bot yeah i don't yeah, I mean, are we just uh, are we just gonna yeah, come into a show where we just? I, I mean, are we just? Uh, no, uh, what am I trying to say here? Uh, back up, jeez, I just lost my train of thought. Are we are we just uh, entering a world now where? Uh, I mean, it's already here. I know that, but is it here in the mainstream where robots are just going to become the next sex objects for millions of people? whether it be uh, robots that just look human and can do that type of thing. Uh, I mean, is Slutbot just a 
way? Is 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 it just kind of the next wave of just how we're going to interact with artificial intelligence uh, intimately? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Wonder if you can multiple bots in a group chat. Now that would that would be something right there, wouldn't it? You could, uh, yeah. You want to continue this chat? Subscribe for four ninety nine a month. Well, and that's what you're gonna get into. It's like uh, they'll do some sort of weird build up. It'll get to a point where all of a sudden the conversation is gonna get really, really dirty. Then, oh, if you want more. A dirty conversation you got to pay five dollars a month yeah and that's uh what we're gonna uh yeah and then uh, you're talking about like shannon lynn jordan just said bot orgies you know and hey that might be a way to play out that type of fantasy just have multiple robots that are human-like uh, where you can do that type of thing i suppose that's a clean certainly a safe way to uh live out fantasies you know just jesus if you're going to share the robots please clean them first that's all or just go back to old school call centers like the old uh yeah like uh those 1900 numbers you used to find on the back of uh study hall chairs <laughs> and then your mother would hand you the phone bill oh my goodness i got a bill here for 35 dollars what phone call <laughs> oh goodness me mrs cleo says chris unplugged question mark all right uh, so brother wicked is getting ready to hibernate for the winter um on a scale of one to dub do you what am i reading here on a scale of one to dump, do you think that would go over with human lovers who find this bot sexting? Uh, and I'm getting lost there a little bit, guys. But that's okay. Awkward pause. If I edited this show, I might just edit out that pause, but I probably won't take the time to edit. Uh, I just... I uh, probably won't uh, do that. Uh, the host begins to hibernate a bit. Yeah, this is the time of year that I am beginning to hibernate, reading books and uh, watching movies, that type of thing. Uh, like if you find your girlfriend or whatever has been sexing a bot, do you dump them? That's a good question. I wouldn't. If my girlfriend was sexting a bot, no, I wouldn't dump her. I don't care. That's fine. If it was a real person, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care. Um, you know, there is now on this same F Buddy show later on. Uh, one of the one of the listeners sent in a question about her boyfriend who did not know how to sext, and I'm like, oh sexting is not that difficult but it's like he doesn't know how to do it like they'll start in like uh she'll say do you want to uh i'm just going to use the f word here because it's easier bear with me okay so i'm warning everybody 
who's in download land. I'm going to use the F word probably uh, more than three times. I'm going to break my own rule. Okay. All right. So the girlfriend uh, says uh, to, to her boyfriend as they're texting, oh, I can't wait to see you tonight. He texts back, I can't wait either. Um, I can't wait. And then she'll type in, I can't wait for you to fuck me. He's like, me too. Uh, then she'll type in, uh, where would you like to, where would you like to fuck me? And he'll say, on the couch. And then she'll type, how would you like to fuck me? Hard. You know, it's just like, okay, he's like the one word answer sexter here. It's just like, wow, buddy, use a little bit of imagination. I mean, it's just like, it's not that difficult to kind of be creative and just talk about what is really on your mind. Maybe he's busy or whatever else, but just say so. Oh, I'd love to sexed right now i mean i'd love to talk dirty right now but i can't because i'm busy can we do this later just say that instead of just saying these one word things i mean that's almost insulting and that poor woman it's just like if she's like really you know inviting it and being that open about it it's just like dude get with it man exactly yeah yeah uh VR, virtual reality. Yeah, that's out there. I haven't really experienced any of the virtual reality stuff. I do know of people that um, have used it, not for <clears throat> sex-related stuff necessarily, but for video games and whatever. And I do know that if there's some stuff that is viewable through virtual reality that is made for virtual reality and that stuff is like incredible other things that aren't made for it, uh which is probably a lot of uh pornography type stuff you know is interesting but not necessarily as good as the stuff that is uh specific to virtual specifically made for virtual reality uh that's what i've heard but yeah 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 good good uh, we're approaching an hour. I'll probably cut it to that point. Uh, about an hour. Um, we got uh, Planet ADHD tonight. That's coming on at 10 o'clock Eastern Time. 9 o'clock Father Brian's time and later Rebecca's time in the central part of the United States. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Shannon Lynn Jordan, do you have a podcast? Uh, Hobo Chillin', I believe as a podcast uh yeah i do oh, okay if you want to uh feel free to type in when it is if you have a regular show and i will announce that same thing with you hobo chili chillin you can go to an hour 50 minutes and cut down our waiting time i could but that takes time that takes time oh you're not live okay so you just do recordings and then put it out there oh. and hobo chillin's just a listener okay okay Okay, I've just seen you on other uh, shows before, Hobo Chillin. I wasn't sure if you had your own. It's only uh, 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I could. I could. It's interesting. I mean, the people who I talk to in person that listen to the published show, which are most of the locals, uh, 
mostly locals are the ones that do the uh, download. They'll say that uh, they comment most on the ones that I have co-hosts on and the chemistry that we have together. Uh, one of the more popular ones is the last one I did with RJ Keller. I believe we did a Guilty Pleasures TV podcast uh, together. Yes, it was that one. And they said how great the chemistry was there. So I'm really looking forward to podcasting with her again on Saturday. Uh, Eric and uh, Stout will probably be part of that one, too. i uh, got to run. Take care, Chris. Thanks for coming in. Uh, it's called They Are Out of Their Minds. Okay. Okay, so Shannon has a podcast called uh, It's uh, uh, They're Out of Their Minds. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, so that'll be something for me to check out, definitely. Uh, Lady Me has her podcast, which uh, sh- uh, shows up every once in a while. Though I don't think she's – Lady Me, you haven't done a podcast in a while, have you? I haven't, I haven't seen one published by you for a while, but at the same time, I could have uh, missed it as well. And uh, – yeah, um, and there's so many out there, and uh, Glenn has a ton of them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Glenn, you have a regular one. The the one I'm familiar one with Glenn Sticky uh, Sticky Stinky Dad Glenn. He has one on Sundays that is, I believe, three thirty my time, three thirty Eastern time. No, three thirty his time, four thirty my time. That's what it is. So it's four thirty Eastern time. You can listen to the uh, Glenn, a.k.a. Sneaky Dad podcast, but he does like a children's uh, story time one. He does uh, he does like a hockey one and uh, all that. So Glenn Sneaky Dad Dead is uh, Glenn B, a.k.a. Sneaky Dad Glenn, Sunday and Wednesday, 4.30 uh, p.m. usually. Okay, so that's where you find him. His show is uh, always good. Uh much like this one, I'm telling you, we should start a broadcasting company and just call it Hot Mess Pod, uh, Hot Mess, Hot Mess po- Podcasting. Yes, that's what it should be. It could be Planet ADHD. It can be Glenn's shows. It can be this show, and maybe one or two others. We wouldn't want too many, but I mean, it seems like we all fall under a genre of just getting on here uh, and talking about stuff that I believe is important, but. Uh, pretty much unscripted uh, i'd say very much unscripted a lot of times and it's just you kind of see what kind what kind of happens and a lot of times magic happens uh, absolutely magic i say hupmet podcast network we don't know what we're doing but it's great content exactly exactly yeah yeah and it's just like years from now when brother wicked as his obituary in the Republican Journal, I uh, can be known as one of the Hut Mess Podcast Network founders. You know, it's like, look what we're starting here, guys. It can be the new platform. If I knew anything about podcast platforms at all, about starting one out, I, starting one up, I would completely, completely do it. I just know nothing about it. I probably don't have time to do it, but I mean, uh, Again, you wouldn't want it to grow with too many podcasters. You'd only want a few, but it, there may be something to it. Then you could set up a website where there were newsletters uh, and just funny, satirical content, uh, whatever, whatever. Uh, interviews where we interview each other, videos, that type of thing. 
I mean, I think that's what you really need if uh, you really want to grow your brand is just uh, put it under a general tropic and had so, and just add some structure to it. And uh, that would be actually ideal. I just I don't know how to go about it other than the bull crap that just came out of my mouth, which sounds good. But, uh, you know, how do you get good at podcasting? Oh, I faked it. That reminds me. I wanted to ask how the hell to start a newsletter. Yeah, yeah, newsletters, you just go on a Google template and just start doing one. Um, there's many guys, many podcasters do it. I would say many of them, many, many, many podcasters don't do a very good job at it. I mean, if you want to do a good job at it, you're going to have to have some form of editor to really go over the newsletters before they're published. And I'm not saying it has to be a professional editor, but at least it has to be another set of eyes that knows grammar and knows structure of how a newsletter should be written. Uh, It's just basically you need help in the areas where you may have a weakness. And there are many people that write newsletters that just aren't strong grammatically. Hell, I'm not strong grammatically. I love to write, but I'm not strong at it. I have to have people look at what I write all the time. I mean, the key to good writing is revising and editing. And I mean, it. Oh, you need another set of eyes on what you have written before you uh, throw it out there to the world. And... Those are that's my thoughts anyway. I mean, if I could ever get anything like that going, that would be super duper. You know, you could have then my buddies could be part of it too, like C Stout, uh, Eric, uh, R.J. Keller. It would have uh, interviews with Rounding Third, or we would just have a segment where we made fun of Rounding Third on the uh, on the platform. You know, uh, that's yeah. I mean, we just have a cast of characters for this uh, network. And I, I mean, you would have something, you'd have something. I mean, that's kind of like what we all need if we really wanted to get this thing uh, going. I mean, some of us are more successful than others or have more listeners, what have you. Some of, some of us do more podcasting than the others and we're all different in our own way. I mean, Glenn does a hockey show, uh, you know, father Brian, and lady Rebecca are known pretty much for just doing their nightly uh, podcast. I do mine once a week with fill-ins in the review shows every so often. And then, of course, I'll do the album plays that I do from my record collection that are never published. So we're all different, but yet we're all kind of the same. Uh, We all fall into the same umbrella to a degree. Uh, let's see. I see clickbait thing. I clicked on, they took a poke at bad spelling. Then in the next sentence, I don't know what you're trying to do there, Glenn Stinky Dad. I don't know what you're trying to say there, but, uh, Boogie Nights, welcome back into the, uh, live podcast of a wicked awesome podcast. All right. I made it to an hour. Uh, they had a spelling error laughter. <laughs> I see. Uh, Boogie Nights just uh, butt-dialed me, too. All right, guys. Uh, tune in this Saturday night. I RJ Keller and I reviewing Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen. Listen, 
uh, to the album. Uh, it's actually, you know, you'll recognize most of the songs. Christ, there are seven hit singles off that album. So listen to it. If you listen to it a while, listen to it again. Tell me what you think. And also the following Saturday, which will be December 11th, would is going to be a movie review podcast a stand do these movies stand the test of time reviews and the movies are drum roll uh fatal attraction and revenge of the nerds so between now and then if you want to watch or rewatch those movies and take notes and just or just uh, mental notes are are fine so you can chime in on the podcast please do that's fatal attraction and revenge of the nerds and you can determine yourself if they stand the test of time uh until next time i do love all of you guys as i say every time i appreciate your continued support and i'll continue to support you as well and i love you all until next time i hope you tune in and have a good rest of your week take care everyone